tighten those laces, straighten that headband. It is time for CHGO Marathon, a podcast centered around the culture, community, and challenge of the world's fourth largest marathon right here in Chicago. CHGO Marathon is brought to you by Goose Island, the official beer of CHGO, and the beer you'll be drinking when you cross that finish line on October 8th. Find one of Goose Island's Chicago locations at gooseisland.com forward slash locations. What's up, everyone? I'm Kevin Kaduk, a first-time entrant in the 2023 Chicago Marathon and the host of CHGO Marathon. Appreciate everyone's support these last, what, six or seven episodes. Been having a lot of time. Uh, We've been having a great time. I love it when I hear people say I love following along with their journey. Um, Made some good friends out on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. It's kind of really like we're really touching on that community uh, feel here. So really appreciate everything. Got a good show ahead of us today. Uh, We're going to be talking about just kind of all the miles that we've piled up and all the miles are still to go. We're under 50 days to go till the Chicago Marathon. Um, And it feels close, but it also feels kind of far away. So I'm going to be joined uh, by my cousin, Laura Michaels, uh, to kind of talk about how we're dealing with that. Um, I think we're kind of in different spots right now. I, I had a great weekend. Uh, Laura had maybe a little bit of a downish one. So, um, you know, but go back a couple weeks before that and it was flip-flops. So it's all a big kind of mental game right now. It's a physical game, um, but we're close. And um, that's the good part. And, and we're putting in the work and it's going to pay off. But uh, first, let's take care of some housekeeping uh, we announced last week we've got those CHGO Marathon Tech shirts available. If you want to sport a CHGO Marathon Tech shirt with our sweet podcast logo, that that old school running sneaker with the old school running sock, we have those available at chgolocker.com. Mine is on the way. I think it was out for delivery according to my shop profile. So I'm looking forward to seeing that and, and running around in that. There it is. Lawrence is going to put it right on screen. So check that out. It's kind of like the t-shirt you usually get if you sign up for your, you know, your turkey trot race or your 4th of July race, something like that. So appreciate your support if you do buy that. Also, we've got CHO Marathon stickers. Sticker Mule was running a special 50 for $29 and I have 50 of these suckers if you want one all you have to do is make a donation to my Chicago Marathon Race Fund which you can find in my profile on Twitter I also throw it in the YouTube description later and uh, also the podcast description Uh, you do that send me a screenshot of the donation and uh, your address i will put this in and if you've already done this and i know there are listeners that have already donated and you want one of these stickers don't be shy shoot me a message or a dm too i'll make sure you get one finally one big announcement much bigger announcement than t-shirts and stickers next week we will be joined by chicago marathon race director carrie pankowski the legendary carrie pankowski we confirmed that yesterday and he's going to be here in studio with us talking about what it's been like to run the chicago marathon for the last 30 plus years uh you know he's a really outgoing he's a good guy obviously uh kind of uh you know a workhorse to pull off this massive event a world major marathon 
year after year. So I'm looking forward to talking with him. It's going to be a good time. I know he's been out there uh, talking with some running groups around Chicago and, and cheering people on. He's, he's uh, you know, our runner's bigger, biggest cheerleader here in Chicago. So looking forward to being joined by Kerry next week. All right. But today we are joined by the one and only Laura Michaels, uh, who, in addition to being my cousin, is a fantastic athlete. Uh, she was a uh, top rower at Indiana University, um, is really one of the best uh, runners and athletes that I know. And she got me into this because uh, we are running for her son, Ben, who is uh, fighting leukemia right now. And Cal's Angels is supporting um, Laura and Ben and, and their family. And um, it's a great cause. So Laura is a member of, of Team Cal's Angels. And uh, Laura, you're here. What's going on? Yeah. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm excited. Thanks for joining us. I'm really us. excited to hear uh, your next week's episode too, though. So <laughs> that's going to be awesome. Yeah, I know. It's been, it's been really great. Like, we've been had, having a lot of great guests and a lot of like wide variety of perspectives. Um, and I'm interested to you know talk with you today. Obviously, we have talked a lot uh, these past few months. Um, you've you know been a good cheerleader and hopefully so we have this like weird thing where we're friends on the apple watch and mm -hmm. for whatever reason you get a notification for every run that i do and every time it's completed you send me something the like success yeah. rate of your notifications of your runs hitting my phone is like 50 percent for whatever reason so i feel like i'm not exactly pulling my weight but i'm also feeling like it's not entirely my fault I don't, I'm not offended by it. And I'm also like, maybe he's really annoyed by all of these <laughs> notifications that I'm sending your little cheer things. And then yeah. one time you tried to send me like, they have the little sarcastic options where you can be like, is that all you got? And you sent me one of those. And I was like, we're not going that way. That's not, <laughs> that's not what we're doing here. <laughs> yeah. Some of the pre-filled options, cause it's really easy to do it. Cause to actually like type something or speak something into your watch is just still like a weird thing. It's too much. Yeah. But, um, but it's been good. It's been a fun journey. There's a small part of me that's like, I'm really going to be sad when it's over. Um, yeah. there's a big part of me that's like, okay, it'll be kind of nice if this is over, but, um, yeah. I don't know. Um, I have caught myself thinking about what I will do differently next year already where I'm okay. like, Oh boy, I'm getting so ahead of myself, which is crazy. But, um, yeah, so no, I'm, I'm enjoying the journey. Like you mentioned earlier, there's some, you know, ups and downs and bumps and struggles, but mm -hmm. I like a training plan. That's sort of part of my DNA. I think I really enjoy having like my workouts for the next, however many months, just like planned for me ahead of time. So right. I'm, I'm a big fan of just getting on a track and follow, you know, on a, on a plan, following the plan. So this has been not, certainly a challenge but sort of nice in that way i don't have yeah. to make any decisions it's great so the headline here is that laura michaels commits to the 2024 chicago <laughs> marathon send it out to the wires send it out to the papers get it out for the afternoon edition don't is that is that what you're saying yet i feel like he's gonna have some words to say about it <laughs> the, the families are involved i don't know if that's how it's right. been for your family but for the long runs um, I've been running with another 
one of our friends who lives in the neighborhood and she's on the cows team too. Right. And we have enlisted our husbands who also bring along our children and they often meet us on the runs. Like yeah. they will meet us with water and whatever electrolyte thing replacement <laughs> along the way. So right. that has been awesome. And my two little boys, one of whom is Ben, if we've talked, as we've talked about a little bit and they get to like cheer and be part of the thing. Um, and we're always like, thank you so much for being here and helping us out and everything. But um, yeah. so it's been really fun. But I feel like um, Matt's going to need a break. <laughs> yeah, I feel like Mary Beth is in the same the same boat, uh, my wife. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I don't know. I told her that. I was like, I leave at five in the morning and like you're not up until 630. So you're actually only missing me for like for these long runs for like an hour and a half. It's like it's going to be fun. How are you doing that, though? Do you bring... Know you have your water with you. Like, are you bringing all your food? Like your, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm whatever. team water Buffalo backpack. It's all on my okay. back. And I like that. I, I, mean, I, I like the big loop. Like I know you like doing like kind of the smaller loops and, and kind of not, not around home. Yeah. I'm on, I'm on team big loop now, but that's because we have Matt and another lovely husband meeting us. <laughs> like They're hitting the spots. Five. Yeah, I did order like the the water backpacky thing, and I ordered a Camelback because that's what my sister has. My sister is also on our team, so we've got like the family affair, which is awesome. Um, and she has been this is her tenth marathon, so okay. we can talk about her too. She's amazing, and she, and she yeah she's uh, training in Texas, which is yeah. Uh, crazy. Let's talk about uh, right now here in Chicago. And I, yeah. know, I know we have people listening to us from all over here in Chicago. We have like dangerous, excessive heat getting up into the upper 90s. Yesterday, I was like, OK, I thought maybe I'm just going to do indoors. I went and did cross training at Orange Theory. Um, but then I was like, I kind of miss running or I don't just don't want to like only run on a treadmill this week. And so I went out this morning and I got out there mm -hmm. like 445 and it was still yeah, pretty hot. I got your notification at 530 or whatever. It, it was, was it finished. was still pretty hot. Um, so I don't know. I don't know how we're going to like it. And, it, and it, the heat wave is only supposed to be here for the next couple of days. Luckily, yeah. I think it's leaving by the, the time the CHO golf outing on Friday, which will be awesome. Mm -hmm. um, but like, how do you handle with the heat? The heat? Because we've had some weather challenges here whether it's the heat the rain or the wildfire smoke earlier in the in the training cycle um are you okay running in in the heat do you like it do you hate it do you avoid it um i don't hate it i don't i don't love it i guess um recently or just as i've gotten older um trying to like keep electrolytes in my body seems harder for some reason. I feel like I'm sweatier than I used to be. I don't know if that's true, but, um, I feel like I get dehydrated so easily now. So I have yeah. been tending to avoid it on the hotter days. We have a treadmill in the basement. I don't love it, but I do just like put on a movie and zone out for a while. So it's not right. the worst thing in the world. I feel like I stop so much more on the treadmill just as you can you can just step off the thing and not be running anymore mm -hmm. so um i've also 
done some more cross training, I think, than I thought I would. I have a rowing machine in the basement too, so I do that on occasion um, just to kind of like save on pounding a little bit. I know you do Orange Theory, so you probably do some rowing too, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. The rowing, I think, is good. It's a different set of muscles. I mean, yeah. the, I think the strength training is is important, and I've been handling yeah. the strength training a little bit better than I have the speed work. Um, so oh, I yeah. think, like, when we talk about, like, the time commitment, the one thing that I'm really struggling with is is the speed work. Um, we run through Kara, the Kara training, training program, and I think we hit the first couple of speed work sessions on Wednesday night. And to me, like, I feel like I I love training in the morning and I've just, I haven't found a balance between, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to run in the mornings, but then do the training session on Wednesday night and then turn around and run around Thursday morning. Like I just have not been able from a energy and just kind of a logistical standpoint just to get yeah. that done. Um, I so like- I, I haven't done the speed work and I don't know really what that means. I don't think it means a lot, but we'll see. So I think what it is, is like maybe I'm, I'm not a scientist <laughs> and I've also never done a marathon before, but what I understand about the speed work is it's supposed to like help you get faster. So if you have a marathon time goal, that is um, faster than where you started out the marathon training, you have right. a better chance of achieving that time goal doing the speed work than if you didn't. And like, if that's totally wrong, then I'm sure the internet will tell us. But um, yeah. I, I think doing the speed work is really good for overall fitness and probably good for like physiology and stuff too, to like not always do the same speed for your body mm-hmm. and like, ask the same of your muscles and that sort of stuff like changing it up i think is good but um i don't feel a ton of guilt (laughs) like i have missed most of the speed work because my hip started to get super tight and i was like Mm -hmm. this is going to be an injury and it's going to be like a marathon ending injury like i'm going to be done before i even start the thing if i don't take care of it now so through Kara, we had really nice access to um, the Rush Physical Therapy group. And so I've been going to, there's one, there's an office in Naperville. They've been amazing. And like, I had to do physical therapy for past injuries. So this is like a different thing, but they, they have been great, like really easy to work with and nice. So she basically told me, keep the long runs the same so that you keep building up your distance endurance or whatever, mm-hmm. like lessen your overall mileage. So I've been doing shorter runs during the week. So like if it's supposed to be, basically I haven't done a midweek run longer than four miles in some weeks now. Okay. Um, and then don't do the speed work. Cause that seems to be what aggravating was aggravating my hip the most. So I haven't been doing the speed work and for me it has been like to preserve my body so that i can actually do the race yeah so like i I think like some of that is too like i don't know necessarily if i would be holding up if if i was doing all that speed work kind of in the middle too like i 
you know, like you, you lay out the, you talk about the training plan. I, I think I started off like very regimented yeah. and recording everything. And, and not that I'm not, I, I'm still doing that, but I'm not really sweating missing stuff as much anymore just because I feel like, okay, I, I, I like, I have worked myself in a pretty good shape. Like, yeah. you know, I just did 16 miles at a very good pace, like something right. that I was comfortable with felt like I still had more to give. Like, at some point it's like, okay, I, I do, I do, do want to finish like that. That's the main goal. I'm not yeah, looking at, sure. uh, you know, trying to break four hours or something. That's not something that's in the cards. Like maybe, maybe, you know, maybe one day, like if I, if I stick with this, but, yeah. um, but when you are given a training program too, there's some part of it, part of you that's like, okay, well I should complete all this too, but I have moved past that. So. Yeah. Right. I mean, those plans are awesome and I'm sure really, really smart people put those things together, but they also right. like don't know you, Kevin Kaduck, and they don't know me, Laura Michelson. So like you got to do what's right for your body. Absolutely. And even like right for the day, you know? Yeah, that's, that's definitely true. Um, so you've worked past the hip, um, but we, we talked about this Saturday, like, so you did two more miles. You did, you had an 18 miler this Saturday. Yeah. And you just kind of battled through it and said you were glad oh, to be yeah. done with it. I was on the opposite end of th- on the opposite things. Like I, I felt bad, like, because I felt like I was like feeling really cocky. Um, and I, I said in my tweet, it's like, I'm going to give myself a few hours to feel cocky. Cause it, I just had this like great feeling when I completed it. Yeah. That's um, awesome. and I, I, yeah, I mean, we can kind of talk about respecting the challenge of the marathon, but like what, like, what do you feel like what, it, you know, went wrong or I don't know if you felt like anything went wrong or just one of those things I you just, had to get out of the way. I just felt really tired to start and mm. like tight and everything was kind of like not clicking in the morning. And so I was just like, okay, there was a moment maybe midway that I was in a good rhythm and I felt good for a couple of miles and then yeah. it just kind of went downhill again. And I don't really know why exactly. I just felt like, yeah whatever life stresses or, and, and other things like that going on that are kind of yeah. like getting in the way, not sleeping as well, so on. Um, but we got to mile 15 or 16 and I didn't want to bring my friend down and be like, I don't think I'm going to finish. So <laughs> running, running with a friend definitely helped me in that moment yeah. um, because I didn't want to like upset her rhythm and what she had going on and so i was like okay you're just gonna finish the thing and it's gonna be fine and in a way physically yes afterwards i felt really bad but um mentally i felt like a freaking champion because i was like i felt like garbage and i still finished the thing so it was kind of a mixed bag like i when when you texted and you were like that was the greatest run of my life i was like that's awesome (laughs) Uh, (laughs) However, <laughs> that was right. not my experience. But I still felt like really good about myself after it was over, which may may or may not make a whole lot of sense. But like, yeah, finishing it was felt like an accomplishment that day. You know? Yeah, that's definitely a different, um, definitely a different like feeling. But it, I, I mean, it's a valid feeling, like all the same too. Um, I, I was going to ask you, so like, you're running with Katie. 
And yeah. I still haven't done a run on this training plan with like with anyone else outside of those speed work track workouts. If you're inviting me, I'm not taking the Lawrence is definitely yeah, you're no. definitely invited. I'm doing uh no. only twelve miles this Saturday, nope. Lawrence. Come uh, on, you can I, do I it. I can drive next to you if you'd I'll, like. I'll buy you an Americano when we're done. Hey, there you go. <laughs> um No, but like did you like let on to her that you weren't feeling well or or did so, you keep it all inside? I uh, I asked to walk a few times, so I think she kind of knew what was going on. But a few weeks, the first 11-mile run we did, which sounds like insane because now 11 miles does not sound intimidating, and I don't say that to be like a jerk or whatever. It's just right. crazy how, like, you get – we've talked about this before, how you get, like, kind of warped, like your your brain gets a little bit twisted up of how – um, like the milestones kind of keep moving up with right. us, you know what I mean? So one of the 11 early on runs, one, 11 miles was the longest I had run since before maybe both of my kids were born. Um, cause like you prior to this training plan, the longest I had run was a half marathon mm-hmm. and I had done a few of those like way back in the day. Um, and then I was just mainly running for like fitness after they were born. Um, so that, you know, they're seven and three and a half now. Um, and so 11 miles at the eight mile mark of that particular run, we were both like, Oh, this doesn't feel good. And then the last three miles were like garbage and we felt terrible. (laughs) So we didn't. We were like, okay, so maybe we won't won't say that we feel really terrible during the run next time. <laughs> and so we sort of came to an agreement of we're not going to mention it while we're running. Um, and that might just be like the type of people the two of us are. So we were like, okay, we're going to come up with stories or like jokes to fall back on mm-hmm. <laughs> if we're if we're feeling kind of bad. Um and, you know, I guess we're getting like more into, uh, you know, family drama than we ever thought we were going to. She knows everything about me now. <laughs> right, right. So um, it's great. But um, we're, I think she could tell that I wasn't feeling great, but I didn't want to say it out loud. And then afterwards, we were both like each other's biggest cheerleader. And she was like, you did it. That was great. And I was like, I did. You're right. So it was just like, you know, feeling like I had a teammate with me there. And that was, that was the best, but yeah, you should run with us. I should, but like, I don't know. You're going to be ready to go at four 30 in the morning. Probably not. Right. No, I'm not. I was up so early. I I made friends with a raccoon who like (laughs) who charged me and then climbed down a sewer. I don't think I really knew that raccoons hung out in sewers until that moment. Then yeah. I got onto the path um, in the forest preserve, um, met a nice family of deer. Then I started chasing a coyote. Like a coyote was just trotting down the path and it was like looking back at me and I was like, this thing is just going to run with me in front of me. But I was like, if someone's coming up the other way, I don't know what's going to happen. But luckily the coyote at some point just bailed, couldn't keep up with me. So yeah, of course. Um, right. That's that's who I run with. Those are my people. It's uh, yeah, okay. It's the wildlife. Right. Those aren't. He was people. looking for that family of deer. He didn't care about you. 
That's right. <laughs> All right. So I wanted to ask you, I, I mentioned this at the top of the podcast. Like you're a very accomplished rower. Um, you were very, you know, a, I think you have a boat named after you at, at Indiana, correct? I do. It is now the third varsity four, but it's still got my name on it. Which is amazing. So I want to just kind of ask about being an athlete um, in a completely different discipline and how that has kind of rolled into this distance running pursuit. Um, I mean, what, what are you able to take over from that? I think it's the mental side of it more than the physiological side of it more than anything. So like when I was in high school, I ran track, I did shorter distances, but I feel like running was kind of more of a home base for me. And then when I started rowing, that was mainly because of a soccer injury. Like I tore my ACL, couldn't play soccer anymore, wasn't going to be that good. What? Get in the boat. (laughs) Get in a boat. Exactly. Um, Rowing is a low impact uh, sport. You're not pounding on the knees. You can screw your back up pretty good. So, you know, be careful. It's not injury free. You have to take care of yourself regardless but um so I I screwed my back up pretty good (laughs) after years of rowing um so I guess when we moved to like the middle of the country where rowing is a little harder to come by my main options were to row in my basement um drive into Chicago to row with the master's team which is lovely and I like those people a lot But, you know, with two little kids at home, that's a really tough thing to try and do. And maybe someday I'll still do that. I still love to be on the water. But, like, for fitness, my options were a little bit, like, either I go outside my front door and I run around the neighborhood or I drive an hour both ways to Chicago to row with other folks. So I guess in that way that that's sort of how the decision was made. But um, I just like to stay in shape and with, it didn't feel like a a big leap. I mean, with rowing, you have to stay in shape by like doing upright body weight supported exercise anyway. So it's not like I ever really stopped running even while I was rowing. My body changed a lot. So I have like all these weird upper body muscles that I don't really need. Like maybe I could just like go back to my high school self when I had zero upper body strength and that would probably be a little easier on the running, but, um, (laughs) that's okay. Yeah. Those don't really like come in handy when you're running, like having, having strong arms or whatever, not, you know, other than just general endurance, but yeah, exactly. Um, so how are you look? How are you feeling? Like we're what, like 47, 48 days away uh, out Oof. from this. It seems like we're really close, but like also not really. <laughs> like, yeah. There's still two 20 milers. Uh, there's a shorter one this this week. I think there's a 14 mile in there. There's yeah. st- I mean, there's still like a hundred, you know, 120 miles. I think left on my program. So yeah. Like what's what's your game plan? Like mental game plan going forward. So I guess I have been like, I know early on you were talking about like you had everything planned out in your spreadsheet and you had that special app and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I have been 
very unlike me, just trying to kind of go with the flow. Like normally I am uh, like all over the stats and follow, like really tracking and planning everything out and stuff like that. I've been trying really hard to just go with the flow. So I have been trying also to not get too far ahead of myself, right. I guess. Um, which is tough, but, um, it's been helpful. I, I feel like with how I felt with the 18 miles this weekend, 26 sounds pretty scary still. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so I'm sort of grateful that there's still as many weeks and long runs ahead of us as there are, um, just to like make sure that we're actually going to finish the thing. But, um, so I'm not interested in like moving time any faster than it's going right now. Let's let's keep as many weekends yeah. between us and the marathon as we can. I'm excited about the prospect of having like a like another seven weeks. Like your body can change even more. You can build up more endurance. Um, we're not looking at speed, but like I just think about the fact that I could have you know if you would have asked me two months ago, do you think you'll do 16 miles and have it feel pretty routine and not only have it feel pretty routine, um, but then also like not be destroyed for the rest of the day. Um, you know what I mean? Like I had like a pretty regular Saturday, like I did things. Um, and I credit a lot of, a lot of that just to kind of figuring out how to eat and how to hydrate. Yeah. Um, I think hydration is like so important. And the one thing I've really learned and the one thing I would pass on to everybody is if that long run is on Saturday, that means you start hydrating and on like Thursday, you know, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. and yeah, start exactly. start eating well on that. And like I'm not the world's best eater, like I'm far from it. Like I'm still eating a lot of garbage. I mean, yeah, part of it is just too. because I feel like I can at this point. Like why the hell yeah, not? No, like, I know. I'll, I'll eat that half a pizza, I, not feel bad about it. Like <laughs> uh, I feel like. One of the things that you like talking about being an athlete before, but how it applies to now is like the endurance aspect of this is not something that I've ever had to deal with before. Like rowing races are short and like the training schedule is a long season, obviously, but it's not like, like, I don't think prior to this, I had ever done like a three hour continuous workout before, you know? (laughs) You know, that's, well, it's not insane, but it's a lot. (laughs) So learning my body and how it responds and what nutrition I need has been like a massive lesson because I'm coming into this being like, I'm an athlete. I know myself, blah, blah, blah. But this aspect of it, of like how to refuel, how to replace all these calories we're burning at once and like Mm -hmm. staying hydrated or getting rehydrated after like, I feel like I'm having a harder time learning these lessons because I thought I knew them before and right. I did not, I was not prepared for how much I was going to have to eat after and like right away after. And yeah, um, even during, I mean, I I've picked up with the gels. I mean, I, this was my first time eating the salt sticks, the electrolytes. And I felt like that, yeah, that made like a, a real big thing. And to me, like, I, I really want to like limit, I don't, it's the wrong word. I don't want to limit the amount of water that I take in, but I just, I mean, I've run races before where I'm just like, I have too much water. I'm drinking too much water and that, that affects you. So like, if you can kind of replace that with, with some of the tablets, 
Um, that's a big yeah. thing. And I, that's what I do like about the training runs and the longer training runs is that you do have these dress rehearsals and you can figure out everything yeah, that right. I love this figuring out process. Like, okay, what shoes work well? What, you know, what yeah. shorts and, and tank top work well? What, you know, what, what am I putting in my body? Like, that's what I really like. So, um, I'm looking again, I'm yeah, looking like forward that to that. Um, I do. So I want to talk about, like, I kind of touched on this a little earlier, so marathon, like, okay, like th- these are, this is our first marathon, right? This is a big deal to us. This is a monumental challenge at the same time, both you and I know that like running marathon is not the craziest thing in the world. A lot of people, like millions upon millions of people run marathons, right? Some people right. in much better shape than us. Some people, the same amount of shape of, as us, some people in worse shape than us. Right. You don't want to take it lightly, though, too. So, like, finding that middle ground where it's like, okay, I'm not going to be intimidated by this, but I'm also going to recognize that it's still 26 miles. It's farther than I've ever run. It's still a crazy distance. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, where do you you find that middle ground? So, I guess, like, I haven't told like every single person I know that I'm doing this, I guess. Like <laughs> I, I haven't either. I'm just it. running a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You're just telling the whole, whole world via the Twitter. Um, yeah. <laughs> but like, I mean, I put it on Facebook. I asked people to donate to, to cows. So like it's out there. I'm not saying I like kept it a secret or anything like that. Right. But I guess part of me is kind of like, um, I don't want this to be my personality right now. Like there's, there's Laura, she's running a marathon. Um, yeah. But I do also, and especially of the, as the distances have increased, feel like pretty proud of myself, you know? Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm just sort of like enjoying private moments about it. Right. <laughs> and like, I feel like, um, I don't, um, I don't want to talk to every person I know and be like, I ran 18 miles, blah, blah, blah. Look at how great I am. Um, but inside I do feel pretty great about it. So I guess that's sort of how I have been approaching it of like, these are serious private personal victories that I feel really good about for myself. Mm Um, I talk a lot about it with, you know, Matt, obviously, and my sister and you and Katie and other people that like are kind of like in our little in the bubble pod. And I do really like that we have the Cal's Facebook group to kind of right. talk, post things on all the uh, every so often. Not everybody yeah. does. I get that. Like we don't like really know each other super well um, other than. We really care about the same organization together and that's a great bond. So I do like really like all of those folks. I think you and I post probably more than most. Right, (laughs) right. It's still good. I like it. Um, So, you know, I kind of like celebrate with the people who know, but I'm not trying to like make it sound like I'm the first person who's ever done it. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. I think that like that that's the tough part of it. It's like, okay, you don't want this to be your personality, but at the same time I'm at the Cubs you know, CHO Cubs takeover last week and like people are drinking and like giving me a toast and it's like I like I don't want to be that part of like you know, I don't want to be that center of attention. 
Um, yeah. You know, which is it's kind of strange. Like for me, for like starting this podcast, like I, I really like love the as- the community aspect of running. Like that's not lip service. I just think it's kind of fun to all work towards the same thing and yeah. to um, connect with some people, you know, through this podcast and to have random people on TikTok who I don't know is like, I'm loving the podcast. Like to me, that's really fun. And I'm looking really forward cool. to, you know, I think I, like, I really want to put together like a group run or maybe uh, kind of piggyback off of one of Kofuzi's things over the weekend here. Um, cool. and meet some of these people. I mean, I think that that's going to be a lot of fun and I'll come. yeah, I mean, it's good. It's, it's going to be a great weekend. I think everyone's looking forward to it. And I know our yeah. families are already kind of strategizing a lot, like where to go around and, and watch, watch us run. And, I know. Awesome. um, it's going to be cool. One other cool thing too, is like a couple of people here in the office have been like, you've inspired me to start running again. So that's um, the best that's very cool i like i like that part Good job, of it, office so. people you're doing it yeah I, i'd said someone's gonna have to take over this podcast next year so that's will 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 yeah. the goat gottlieb said something i said well you can you can host the podcast next year so we'll get sarah sarah our producer who's just getting into running we'll get her into it and she'll be back next week by the way i think is that right lawrence yeah. uh sure yes i don't really know the schedule <laughs> Lawrence only sees as far as the next show, which is that what is a good very, producer does. That is very much true. I don't look ahead at all. My wife doesn't like that at all, but that's yeah. another problem. You're living in the moment. It's great. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, uh, all right, before we go, Laura, let's just kind of talk like what um, what are you looking forward to the most for the 2023 Chicago Marathon? Um, I am really excited just to see all of the people. Um I was talking to my sister about um, how like starting corrals and I don't want to be by myself at the beginning. She was like, yeah, it'll be you and 10,000 other people. I was like, okay, <laughs> fine. You're right. Um, but she, her point was that, you know, she has been doing these races forever and she's pretty much always done them by herself. Mm-hmm. And her tactic is always like you mentioned about the running community, just being awesome is that she, basically makes a friend in the morning like somebody else who's there by themselves and they you know start chatting or whatever and then they start the race together and whether they see each other again in their lives or not isn't really the point they're like there for each other when they need a buddy in the morning before the race starts and there's this massive humanity and i just really like all those small personal connections that you can make and you know everybody might have their own reasons or have their own purpose for being out there, but whatever it was, it was strong enough to get them out the door at probably four thirty in the morning to get down to downtown Chicago and right. and be there at the starting line. So I I love racing. So even though I'm not trying to win, <laughs> it's just right, like right. that adrenaline pump at the beginning when you're like, oh my gosh, we're doing this, and I'm gonna like either throw up or like run as fast as I can. It's just like, whichever thing is (laughs) going to happen first. And like just that adrenaline rush at the beginning of a race. I love all that stuff. So I guess just being in that massive group of people and then seeing everybody along the way, I'm excited to figure out or to see what our families come up with about where they're going to be. And if they're going to move around with us or just like, camp out in one spot for the day 
the whole experience. Yeah, I mean, we have little wait. ones, so it's not necessarily like the easiest thing for them to get around. So we'll see what they do. I'm sure I'm sure they'll do a good job. So yeah, um, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to that mass of people, and I still don't think I'm quite prepared for it. Um, yeah. Like I, I think it's like one thing to think about, and I've run, you know, probably four or five half marathons downtown. I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to like, usually you, you go out and then you turn left, or you go west and then, you know, you go south. I'm looking forward to going north, you know, yeah. for, a, for a good long while. And then, um, then coming back and I'm looking just for just to kind of the strategy part of it. Um, yeah, with, with 45,000 runners, like those first two or three miles are going to be slow and just figuring out you know, that and not coming out too fast and. Uh, just kind of letting the race breathe and, and not, you know, just managing yourself and your expectations is going to be interesting. So, yeah, that's true. It'll be here Have before we know seen, it. I think on the website or maybe it was just like promotional footage or something like that. They show the like overview drone footage or whatever of all yeah. of those people lined up. And it's yeah. just like the most overwhelming thing I could think of to be in that like one of those tiny little dots that's ahead <laughs> that you can see down below. Yeah. I mean, you just think about going out your front door and you're like the single person and you do it, you know, however many times, you know, 60, yeah. 70 times to just, you know, during the training cycle. And then the one time, you know, where it's the actual thing, it's not only one person, it's you know, 44,999,000 others. Like that's crazy. It's, I mean, that's <laughs> awesome, two thirds of soldier field. I mean, right. So cool. Well, I appreciate you jumping on, Laura. Um, good no luck time. in your training. I hope you to too. get more of your notifications on Apple Watch. Hopefully, uh, Tim Cook will make that possible, but we'll see. If not, just know that I'm there for you. Thanks. I appreciate it. I'll keep sending you notifications too. Now that I know for sure, I'm not driving you nuts with them. It's great. <laughs> All right. Uh, next week, join us at noon on Tuesday when Chicago Marathon Race Director Carrie Pankowski will be here. And make sure you check out all those past episodes of CHGO Marathon. Shoot us a note. Let us know what you're training for and if you're going to be here and if you're interested in a meetup. Uh, that'd be real cool. So uh, I am Kevin Kadek, first time entrant for the 2023 Chicago Marathon. We'll see you next Tuesday.